Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Come on, do you want him to lead you and guide you? Do you want to be what he's called you to be? Would you just lift your hands one more time and let's ask the Lord to touch us together. Lord, I love you. Jesus. You can remain seated, but I just want to take a few moments just to just speak from my heart. Now, let me just preface what I'm going to say with, with this. I don't count myself as anybody. And if you want to discount everything I say, certainly do so. You have the right. But I feel like God has spoken today. I feel like he's been speaking. But something is happening. Something is moving. Jeremiah 29 and 11, God said, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me. And I will listen to you. And you will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. And I will bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from the nations, from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. Past few weeks have been, in my opinion, interwoven together. We create one large tapestry of what God is speaking in this hour. And it would be incumbent upon every man, woman, and every child in this building today to hear the voice of the Lord. God is speaking. God is resonantly speaking. He is, he is in this place. He's, he has built a house here. This is his house. But we have to understand that there is another voice that is speaking today that is vying for our attention, that is seeking after us, seeking us to devour our very lives even as we speak. And it would be, it would be incumbent upon us to understand that these two worlds are in constant battle. They are in constant disarray. They are in constant, absolute, at, at odds with each other. 
And we stand in the middle of these two worlds and we hold the key to which one will prevail. God will always prevail. He's going to have a people, but are we going to be the people? God is going to have a church and he's going to raise up a church in this end time. The question is, are we going to be part of that church? Are we going to be what God has called us to be? Because we have a choice in the matter. We can either do what he's telling us to do. We can either respond to the word or we can leave it by the side of the road and we can leave it where it is and we can just continue to go on about our business. But hear me today, if we choose that road, if we choose that option, that, that, that way of life, it will not end well. It may be okay for a season, it may feel good for a time, but it will not last and it will fade away. And so God is speaking so so strongly in this hour to draw us out of that world, to keep us from peering over the fence of the grass is greener on the other side. It may look that way, but it's just as brown over there as it is sometimes over here. The rain falls on the just and the unjust, and we are in the world together. And so I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. God is looking for a man. He's looking for a woman. He's looking for a family that will rise up in this hour and just do what he's calling them to do. And so this might not come with a lot of pomp and a lot of circumstances, but what we've heard here today is the unequivocal voice of the Lord. And if I can just be bold for a moment, there has been some of us that have heard the word but have not responded to the word of God. And so I'm only here for one reason and one reason only. To just reiterate what has already been said. To push home what has already been put forth. It's now our time to respond to the word. What he ended with encapsulates everything that has been going on for the last few weeks. God is going to pour out his spirit God is going to raise up some people in this end time. God is going to do a mighty work among us. But the question is, are we ready? Are we ready for what God is going to do? Can we just get our eyes off the world? Can we just get our mind off of the things that would try to just hinder us down and bog us down with things that that, that really and truly don't matter? I know that we need to make a living. I know that we need to do what what we need to do for our families. But God can provide so much more than the what the world can provide. If we'll just let him do what he wants to do, he can give us everything that we need and equip us for this end time revival. Psalms 20 and 7. I love this scripture. This is probably one of my favorite scriptures throughout the whole Bible. Some trust in chariots and some... In horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord 
our God. While the world is looking for other things to fulfill their lives, we have the God of all gods. It doesn't matter what's going on in this world, all the turmoil and the upheaval. We have a God that can carry us through and can do a mighty work in our lives. And so every day I want to wake up and look at the world and say, you might trust in chariots, you might put your your fame and your fortune in something else, but I have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and he is with me. David said, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And because of that, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. So if we'll just put all of our eggs in that basket, if we'll just put everything we have in the hands of the master, he can make something of us and he can do a work in our lives. But we have to understand that all of this sounds really good right now. I said this a a few services ago. All of this makes a lot of sense right now. When we're standing in this atmosphere, God has moved mightily. We've heard a great word of God and we are stirred. But are we stirred to change? Will we wake up in the morning and say, God, what I heard yesterday, I want to pick that up and take it with me today. I don't want to just leave it here on the pew, but I want to take it with me wherever I go. Because the truth of the matter is this, when we wake up in the morning, the world is going to look quite different than what it looks like now. We're not going to be wearing our suits and ties. Our brothers and sisters are not going to be around us. The choir will not be singing, and Brother Brian will not be playing that sweet melody on that piano, but what we'll wake up to will be us and the world. It's us against the, 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 the God of this world, but I'm thankful today that we don't have to just walk out of our door, just us, and just rely on us, because when he said some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in things in the world, but we trust in the maker of the world. He has the world in his hands. He says what's up and what's down. He places men up and he puts men down. And so God is in control. (laughs) And so the time has come. We are at a pivotal point in our lives. You can believe what you want to believe. You can say what you want to say. But we have reached a pivotal point. Not only in the world, but I said this two Wednesday nights ago, but we've reached a pivotal point where we stand right now. We can either trust God and allow him to cast out all fear and carry us into the place that we are supposed to be. Or we can listen to the voice of the naysayers. We can tune our ears to the world and what it says is going on. And we can go that direction. God said, I've put before you today good and evil.
I've put before you right and wrong. Choose you this day who you will serve. And so we have a choice to make in this moment. This is, this is, this is not something just to try, to try to drum something up, but God has spoken already. And we would do ourselves an injustice if we walk out of this building without responding to what God has already said in this place today. Would you stand with me right now? Now, it is not my intent to force anyone to do anything that they're not comfortable doing. And maybe you don't feel what I feel right now. But I feel the drawing of the Lord. I want it to draw me. I want it to draw me to an altar of prayer. To where I respond to the word in a way that's not just men's pleasing. Not just to appease someone next to me or maybe some family member or or anything like that. But to have a moment with God. To say, Lord, I'll do whatever you call me to do. I'll do it with my whole heart. I'll give you my whole life, my whole self. If that's you today, would you lift your hands? You can find yourself in an altar where you stand or you can find yourself at the altar next to this platform. But whatever you do, don't leave this place without responding to the word of the Lord. Don't leave this place without letting God move you and change you and make you into what he's called you to be. God, I want to do your will today, Lord. I want to fulfill your purpose today, Lord. God, it's in you, Lord God, that I'll find everything that I need. Every part of me, Lord God, is in you. Lord, you are the air we breathe, God. You are our being. You are everything that we are, God, and we need you today. We need your power. We need your presence. We need your anointing, God, to rest upon us. Let the power and the presence of your spirit move and minister, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.